Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC media. Good evening, dear listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Inside Acting Radio Show. Tonight, I welcome William Dean Leary. He is the playwright and the director of Dancing at Midnight. Now, that show opens uh, May 4th, which is press night, and it runs all the way to actually May 13th at St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church, 5820 Riverdale Road, Riverdale, Maryland. For reservations, you can email Dean, D-E-A-N, Dean912, that's the number 912, at live.com, Dean912 at live.com, or call 240-271-5471, and you can find out more about uh, Wolfpack Theater Company at www.wolfpacktheatercompany.com, and that's with uh, A-T-R-E. So on the line with us tonight, we're going to have some of the uh, fantastic actors from the play, including uh, Sue Schaffel, Allison Turkle, Betsy Lyons, and Nick Duckworth. I see everyone is on the line, so let me go ahead and bring them on the air. Good evening. Hi. All right. How are you? Thanks. Good. Thanks for everybody for coming on the show. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Bill, a, what's that? Mm-hmm. We decided to do one group chat since we were all sitting right here. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so Bill, uh, I'm gonna start with you. So, tell us uh, what basically is this play about? Well, this play is a basic American family um, whose oldest daughter is suffering uh, from an illness that uh, is fatal, and she is making a decision as to whether she's going to allow the illness to take her life or whether she's going to choose to end her life with dignity um, in her own way. Um, It goes from Halloween until New Year's, and it focuses on the interpersonal play between the family members and the challenges that they face as they uh, go through the holiday season, knowing that it is the last holiday season that they'll all spend together. It's a comedy. That's very, very, very very compelling. Very compelling. So I'm going to jump right into talk to some of the actors here. So uh, I guess, Sue, I'll start with you. Uh, Talk about who you play in this play and your relationship with the other characters. Uh, I play Elizabeth, the mother, and uh, she's a wonderfully uh, warm, um, caring mother who uh, is a little bit... um, rest at times but she um she loves her children she loves their partners and she is desperately trying to keep her family together and the traditions together uh which are very very important to her okay i guess next i'll go to uh allison 
Uh, talk about your part in the relationship with the other characters. Sure. So I I play Caroline, and I'm the oldest child of Sue's character, Liz. And um, I have um, a inoperable uh, brain cancer. And it's really, for me, my uh, journey in this character is really just uh, trying to find the way to deal with this the best way for me, as well as taking into consideration my relationship with my husband, with my mother, my siblings, uh, and trying to do so while I maintain my dignity. Um, Caroline is very, very strong. You meet her at a point where you don't have a lot of backstory on who she is, but it's clear that she's very strong, that she's uh, resilient, and that that resilience is really based on the love and the relationship she has with all of her family. And you'll see throughout the play as it plays out um, how she reaches into both herself and that internal strength, as well as how she gets strength from her family. Great, great. Okay, Betsy, so talk a little bit about your character. Sure. Um, so mine is Angie. She's the, the baby of the family. Um, she's the youngest of Sue's character's children. Um, so she's, she's sort of used to being um, taken care of, I guess, and so this is, this is sort of a hardship for her. Um, she's empathetic. She's very affectionate. Um, she's free-spirited, um, that sort of thing. And so she's just sort of trying to navigate um, all of this really tough stuff that's sort of the first time that she's really going through something this level hard. Um, so that's what she's struggling with in the show. All right. Okay. So Mr. Nick Duckworth, talk about your character and how how he uh, interacts with the other characters. Sure. So uh, my character's name is Jim. He's actually the middle child, and he's the only boy uh, out of the children. So for him, growing up, he at least perceived that his parents didn't support him, I think, as much as, as he would have liked. Um, so because of that, he found solace in his relationship with his sisters, and he's been sort of his entire life really close with his sisters. So a lot of the show is sort of exploring how he has this sort of um, tense relationship with his parents, but how he has a really loving relationship with his sisters and sort of finding him trying to come to terms with losing somebody that he loves so much, um, obviously his older sister, who is Caroline. All right, all right. Bill, I'm going to go back to you and talk about uh, what would you say, and give this a little bit of thought, I mean, but in your opinion, what would be the typical, quote, unquote, Bill Leary style I mean, the, the, the actor that would really fit well into your productions. Oh, um, <laughs> my actors are all looking at me like, uh, you better say us. <laughs> uh, I like actors who are willing to take on a challenge, who understand that my style of directing is very um, fluid. And I'm not a director that, well, I give basic blocking. I, I give my actors a lot of leadway and a lot of opportunity to explore their own uh, interpretations of a character. And then once we get to the point where we are now in rehearsals, then I start honing it a little bit more to more fit my vision. Um, one of the things that I really look for in an actor is somebody who's willing to take risks. 
and isn't afraid to go outside of the box and possibly play against type. Um, Allison, actually, when she auditioned, uh, really wanted to play Liz, and I really wanted her for Caroline. And it, you know, I, I basically had to convince her that this was the right role for her, and she's really, you know, everybody in this cast, it is the most tremendous cast I've worked with in a long time. And I've, I've been very lucky that I've had a lot of wonderful casts, but these guys have really gelled amazingly. They're incredibly talented. They are very hardworking. They have a lot of fun and they are quite simply amazing. Fantastic. Thanks, Bill. Well said. Okay, so so uh, I got a question now for each of the actors. Uh, so you know, a lot of times, you know, directors give you problems to solve, or there's problems that come up uh, with characters, or uh, it could be anything. Uh, Blocking or anything like that. So, Sue, I'll start with you. So, what what are some problems that you had to solve during the rehearsal process? Um, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm really, I'm only kidding. It is really, you know, it's I I just want to say that it is uh, a joy for me as an actor to create a character that has never been done before. Okay. I can't, you know, I can't go on YouTube and find somebody who's done it and get some ideas. So for me, this is a wonderful opportunity to create um, an original character in an original piece. Um, so just with that. So, and, and my, my whole um, process in rehearsal is just, uh, getting to know everybody, uh, you know, I, I have never worked with anybody in the cast before, so not that that's a challenge, but it, you know, it just takes a little bit of time. But as Bill said, we've gelled quicker than I have ever seen a cast gel before. So I think um, that has made the rehearsal a lot easier uh, to work with. And, um other than that, it's just a matter of, uh, you know, getting the the pacing down and figuring out how to work our set when it's not really here. Um, that's a little bit of a challenge. But it all, you know, every show that you're in, uh, any obstacle that you have, you it overcomes. And the show goes on, and it's awesome. And I can't, and I just can't wait uh, to, you know, to be in the show with all these amazing people. And attractive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Allison, how, what were some of the challenges that you faced? Well, I, I have the challenges here. I mean, I really, it's, it is interesting, Bill said, you know, I come in for Liz's part, but uh, it was really, uh, it's really a great challenge to, pl- to play Caroline. Uh, there's a lot of aspects of her personality that, for me, I can relate to. But the big challenge for this character and as an actor in the role is that she's declining as the play goes on. And so I I have to keep uh, discovering, which I will do till the last day that we perform this show, 
um, discovering all the different levels that she has of the way that she is both physically, vocally, uh, interactively with people and how that affects uh, her self-confidence, uh, how she carries herself, uh, her feelings towards other people, because, you know, when someone is that ill, they're sort of consumed by it, but she's not allowed to be isolated because she's surrounded by family during all the time that the audience will experience this play. So it's a challenge, but it is a really, honestly, it's a fantastic challenge for an actor, and I'm really happy and grateful to to be in the play and to work with these great people. Fantastic. Okay, Betsy, uh, what are some of the uh, problems you had to solve during rehearsal? So um, Bill was talking about how people um, play against type, and he likes that. Um, We were actually talking recently as a cast about how there are two kinds of people who become actors. They're sort of both sides of the spectrum. Um, There are those who are very extroverted, um, and become actors because of that, which everybody is pointing at too right now. Um, <laughs> and there, there are people who are very introverted and become actors because of that. And I am very much the latter. I'm very introverted, actually. Um, and Angie is written to be very free-spirited and very big. And so that is, um, that's sort of the hard part for me. Um, and because of all of the ridiculously easy gelling that we keep talking about. The, the, the chemistry is there and the, the family dynamic is there. So I don't even have to worry about that part. So all I, all I really worry about much of the time is, is being that sort of bigger than life, at least my life um, character. So that's, that's the hardest part for me. Okay. Nick, uh, how about you? I'd say definitely a challenge is to make sure that my character just doesn't get lost in this, this play of people who are really developing characters that are very, you know, that are big and that are very impressive and, and very fun to watch. So it's kind of been a challenge to make sure that I'm holding my own and, and keeping up the pace. Um, I think with Jim specifically, he's um, he's definitely got sort of um, a development uh, because he starts out sort of a little bit more angry. And I think that going through this process sort of softens him a little bit and makes him realize um, that his family isn't something that he should take for granted. And I think that it's sort of helps him develop his, um, his relationships a little bit more. So it's just been sort of making sure that I portray that and, and make sure that I am honest that, that that's how he, uh, how he, how he comes across. All right. All right. So Bill, how open are you to suggestions as a director? Um, I can be fairly open. Um, a lot of times, you know, in my writing, um, I've told the cast, you know, if something doesn't feel right or if they can't get it to come out of their mouth in a way that sounds realistic, so let's talk about it and figure out, um, you know, how, how things might work better. Um, originally, Caroline was the middle child. And the show. And once we got into rehearsals, we realized that it made more sense based on the two actors, um, her and Paul Davis, uh, that are playing the uh, Caroline and Brad, that it made more sense to make them uh, the oldest children and then to work the other two into the uh, the um, second and third born. Um, but the great thing about this cast, there's a lot of humor in this show, even though it deals with a very difficult subject. Um, there's a lot of, you know, funnier moments, a lot of lighthearted moments. 
and they've been really wonderful. Some parts that I had originally seen in my head is a little more dramatic. They've made a little more lighthearted, and I see how it works so much better with their interpretations. All right, all right. Okay, I'm going to go back to the actors here. I'm going to go in, re- in reverse order. So, you know, there's a lot of, of um, different theories about acting and how to develop characters. And, you know, sometimes you can go back into what's called sense memory. And then there's some actors that just rely more on imagination. So I guess, Nick, I'll start with you. Uh, so in developing your character, I mean, what what's some of the tools that you use? I mean, sense memory, imagination. I mean, what what's some of the tools you used? I mean, there's, there's definitely a combination of those two things. Um, personally, when I develop a character, I, I like to start with, um, obviously, you know, you sort of analyze the text and figure out who they are in relation to everyone else. But I, I really like to work on vocal and physical characteristics first. So, um, you know, we'll kind of do some rehearsals and see sort of how everyone plays off of each other. But then uh, as, as rehearsals go on, I sort of, to get into character, walk a certain way or talk a certain way. And that helps me uh, to be in the place so that when, I, when it comes time to interact with, you know, obviously everybody else in the family in this case, um, it, it helps my, my response, I think, be more genuine, um, just sort of having that very physical and tangible base to start with. All right, all right. Betsy, how about you? Uh, so I, I usually do the same thing, too, where um, I change my physicality and I change my voice um, in order to become the character. But one of the weird things for me about this show is that other than being bigger, um, the way I've been doing Angie is she's sort of not that different from me, so I don't have that uh, to rely on. So other than that, um, I am a Meisner actor, which um, I know not everybody has heard of, um, but it basically means that I feel everything that she's feeling um, and try not to carry it off the stage. Um, But because um, this cast does get along so well and because our chemistry is so good and we're always meeting each other's eyes and really being in it together, um, that makes it really easy for me to be a Meisner actor in this show, which isn't always true um, because everybody's always connecting with me and making it very easy for me to really feel um, what my character is feeling. Hmm. Okay, Allison, how about you? Um, so for me, I mean, I think I talked specifically uh, about the show. I mean, generally I do some of what uh, both of them have said, uh, which is I do look at the text first, and I look, one of the things I do is I mark where other people in the play are talking about my character so that I can sort of see what other people's perspectives are, how she's seen. And so I, I start from there and I try and look at her, the way that uh, the character is written to see what, what, where is she coming from. And then I do go back and I use sort of a blend of different techniques, but I sort of do go back and I see where there are things that I can tap into in my own life experience uh, to if I've had anything like the life experience, which you don't always have. Um, but if, you, if I have to sort of tap in and see, can I relate to that? Or is there some place in there that's going to help define for me what my objectives are and what it is that I want and how and why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing? And in this role in particular, which sort of for me raises the stakes personally, it's pretty hard not to have high stakes in a play like this as of the, you know, the gravitas of it. But um, I unfortunately lost my best friend last year to cancer. And so this is something where a lot of the experiences are 
um, very relatable for me from that very personal place. So I don't always have that available to me, but I do here. So. Oh, okay. Sorry to hear that. Um, Sue, how about you? Uh, so I, <laughs> I don't really have a, a set technique. I am not formally trained as an actor. Uh, so I sort of go off of the cuff sort of speak. Uh, I do agree with Allison. I do look at the play itself. I think every uh, answer to what a character is like, uh, who they should be, uh, how they should be, how they, can re- how they relate to everyone else uh, in the play is on the page. And so that's what I go to. And uh, that's what I work off of. And just instinctively try and figure it out from there. And I, my, normally my character will come to life uh, when I am in costume, in makeup, on stage. Uh, that's the total. So uh, the character is developing, but it will become total 100% when I am totally in, in, the, in the moment, uh, you know, dressed and, and ready to go. Fantastic, fantastic. So, you know, Bill, uh, you've written so many plays. And talk about your creative process. I mean, how does Bill Leary approach the blank page? Um, usually an idea will stick in my head and then the characters have to tell me the story. I, I can't hmm. write from a personal standpoint. I, I can't go into a show thinking, okay, um, I can't whiteboard things and, and have a set idea of what, what a show is going to be. I can think about what I'd like a show to be, but this particular show had absolutely, it's very different from what was originally in my head. When I start a show, I know it sounds crazy, but the characters have to tell me their story. Otherwise, I I can't write it. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So we're getting down to about uh, the last eight minutes here. So what I want to do is uh, play a little thought experiment here. And uh, have a little fun. So I guess we'll go in reverse order again. And so, Nick, I'll start with you. So if you were writing ad copy for this show, how would you advertise it? By writing ad copy for this show? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You had to advertise it. Yeah, I'm going to put you to work. I'm going to put you to work. (laughs) This is uh, is a tough one. I mean, I don't know specifically the words, but I think that you definitely have to touch on um, that it's kind of, there's a lot of different elements, right? Like there's, there's a very familiar sort of comedy aspect of it. There's a very um, poignant sort of tragic aspect of it. And, and really it's just about how, um, how this family kind of comes together and, and deals with things together. So I think it's going to be funny, sad togetherness. All right. Okay, Betsy, how about you? Uh, So 
It sort of has all of those cliched things that a good family ensemble dramedy has. Um, so it would be a lot like, I mean, it's, it's heartwarming. It's bittersweet. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Um, all that sort of stuff. Um, so ugh, I should be better with words than this probably. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, I feel like I would probably, um, I would want to use photos. I'm sorry, because this is not a photo-based thing we're doing, but um, I would want to use photos to advertise this play because I feel like sort of the family photos of this family would be the thing that would sell it for me as an audience member. So I would probably head more in the visual direction. Hmm. Okay. All right, Allison, how about you? Um, I think what I would say, because these two sort of took that away, uh, going third, Sue's going to be great at four. Uh, <laughs> so here I am you know, playing the middle child, so to speak. So what I would say is, I guess what I would focus on is this, is there's a lot of things out there. There's comedies and there's uh, tragedies that tell stories about families and they may, you know, create little fantasies about what the family is. And this is a true story. This is a true story, not that it was that Bill wrote it from something that happened true in life, but it's a true story about the things that families face, the realities of uh, what we go through and how it is that we as human beings and members of all the different families that we're part of, how we can actually rise to the occasion, struggle with our own feelings and emotions about it, and ultimately realize that, honestly, the strongest thing that we have in this world is love. That's what I would sell. Wow. I, that's beautiful. <laughs> I really, it, it really is. Uh, that was Sue, how beautiful, about Sue? Allison. Okay, I'm taking that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, put you Let on the spot there, Sue. Even add. <laughs> I would say <laughs> use what Allison said. No, um, I'm I I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. Come see an original piece. Uh, that has never been seen before. It's a world premiere with a fantastically talented, amazing group of actors that takes the audience from Halloween through Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's and explodes on stage with emotion that uh, will move you in so many different ways. Bam. Great. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Drops the mic. Okay, uh, Bill, how would you ever... Oh, yeah. Mic drop. Bill... <laughs> uh, Bill, how would you ever... Yes, I, I, I bring in the humor of the show <laughs> along with some other stuff. <laughs> some other right, stuff. some stuff I haven't mentioned yet. There's, yes, my character is multifaceted. You have to come see awesome. the show. Yes, come see the show, people. Come see the show. That's right. Okay, Bill, how would you advertise your show? Oh, sure. Um, my ad copy is filled with humor, heart, and hope is how I've been kind of uh, pushing it. So that's what I'm going to stick with because they all took the good stuff. <laughs> all right. Okay, so we're... 
down to the very last uh, question I'll just throw out there. So, Bill, talk about uh, when we can see uh, Midnight Cigarette and uh, Forsaken Angels. Um, our next two shows after Dancing at Midnight, um, Forsaken Angels will open on June 8th. It is part of the Do More 24 campaign benefiting community crisis services. We will utilize it uh, for sexual trafficking victims. Um, that is a very hard-hitting drama. Um, it is a Maryland State Arts Council award-winning for ex- award-winning show for excellence in playwriting. Um, following that, on September 8th, we will be opening Dance or uh, uh, Midnight Cigarette at Greenbelt Arts Center, um, and that looks at the toxic relationship between uh, one couple and how it affects everybody in their life. Um, that uh, proceeds from that will benefit domestic violence victims. Fantastic. Well, everybody had a great time tonight. Uh, I wish that you break legs during the show. It was a fantastic interview tonight. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Have a great night. Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Absolutely. All right, folks out there in Radio Land, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Looking for a show to see this weekend? Look no further than DC Metro Theater Arts. They've got reviews, Q&As with actors, and much, much more. Visit DCMetroTheaterArts.com. That's DCMetroTheaterArts.com.